You're listening to the number one station around the globe. It's your host, Amp and Rita from Real Life, Real Love. We hear y'all. We got a great show for y'all tonight. Yes, we do. It's been a lot going on this week. And first off, 
we just want to start off by just thanking everybody that plugged in and tuned in with us last week. It, our listenership tripled from week one to week two. We hope that that's going to continue to go on as we continue to give our best to you all every week. Yes, yes. That really, really humbled us. So we just wanted to t- take a moment just to say thank you. We really, really appreciate it from the deep depths of our hearts. Yes, we do. Now, we oh, before we move on, we want to just start off by giving homage to Jimmy Carter. Yes, he's uh, been put in hospital. We on any day now with old Jimmy. He's 98 years so old, though. He's lived a great life. Man, he was a young president. He, that was 40 years ago. So, yeah, and he's been having presidential... Yeah, treatment ever since. since. Yeah. Talking about living the life. Hmm. Yeah. A great humanitarian. Yes, he has been. And, you know, when we know what hospice means. So we just praying for the family. We praying for everybody that loved him. And we're praying for our nation because he is a true representation of real, true love, unity for our country. So we just want to make sure that we continue to carry his legacy forward and being that change that yeah. we want people to, to see. Absolutely. Uh, just all the people he touched here in the United States yeah, and all over abroad. the world. Yes, and abroad. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah. It's it, you know it's you you always say what will people say about you when you leave here? What hmm. will people have to say about you? And it's important that the world knows what you are doing and what you have done. Because when you can sum up 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years in a paragraph or in two paragraphs, that means nothing much was done, right? That's what they well, say. We know that people are doing things, so make sure you let the world know about the good things that you're doing, about the good things you want to do. If nothing's being done, that's another story we need to talk about because you got to get you some motivation, y'all. This is the only life we got to live. So we got to make sure that we leave our mark. I'm trying to actually have a monument built for me by the time we're done with this life. But, you know, can't say that might happen, but that's my goal. Hmm. Great goal to have. <laughs> Great goal to have. But with that being said, we know that death is a part of the life cycle. So we do just pray for those that, that are mourning today, anyone in your life that you might have lost here recently. So we pray God's covering over you. Grace, peace, and joy. Yes. Now, with Joy, it was a lot of that going on this weekend because the All-Star weekend was the, off the chain this year. Oh, my God. I think it's, this has to rate up there near the top of, of the best of the best. Yeah, they really stepped the game up. They breathed new life into it this year, made a lot of changes. It was very exciting and engaging with the fans, wouldn't you say? Yes. I really like how they changed the – first of all, it took the All-Star game like a whole hour to actually start. Yes, old school <laughs> pickup game. Yeah, they had the old school, you know, court, pick your players and the performances beforehand. And it was just, it looked like they were just really having a lot of fun. And that, and the game was created. You know, you got to see a lot of the new players, a lot of young players, a lot oh, of yeah. your older veterans. And they were they were really looked like they were having fun. Having a great time. 
His slam dunk contest, though. That's your thing. Go ahead. Give it to him. Ooh, my God. We 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 were thought that the slam con slam dunk contest was done. Yeah. Until the G League. Yeah. <laughs> and then the G League guy came. Uh-oh. This guy gets a two-week contract. With the Philadelphia 76ers. Gets into the All-Star Slam Dunk Contest mm. and turns it. it out. His swag was on a thousand. Yes, it was. On a two-week contract. Yes. That is unheard of. So, y'all, y'all got that message, right? Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. And when you're given the opportunity, take full advantage of the cameras. Hmm. And he did absolutely that. Yeah, the world knows his name. Now, in saying that, I think, you know, us as, you know, black folks might have to take back the term that white man can't jump. Uh Uh-oh. Because this white man can jump. Yeah. He almost looked like he was Air Jordan-ish in the air on some of these dunks he was doing. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. I liked how they had, you know, I, I like how they have the older players to rate them and critique them. Sometimes they be a little hard on them, though. Yeah, yeah, we we don't we don't quite know what Carl Malone was doing. You know, we 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 gave him a break. You know, it was in Utah. Yeah. Utah did a great thing. It was it was really good to see Malone yeah, and Stockton. Birthday, so. Yeah, so you know, we let him over there on the table with the buzzer. I don't know if that was the brightest idea to do for the NBA. Uh oh. But hey, 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 we got through it. Yeah, yeah. He did a good job. So yeah. you know, we won't we won't complain about they the mailman. They always say that. If you leave Charles' microphone on. Mm, why do we do this? <laughs> We're going to have to get a clear message to the NBA. Oh, man. When the, when the mics are supposed to be off, somebody is supposed to be designated to make sure that Charles' mic is off. Yeah, buddy, because Ed, it was his birthday weekend, too. Yeah, he was feeling yes. it, for sure. <laughs> but it's always a good time to have at y'all, right? Right, right. Yeah. And, and to be able to see the future, you know, out there doing their thing and making their mark and really doing what they can. Mac McClug, y'all, that's this young man's Mac name. Mac McClungan. And you got to give him his his dues. Two week two week contract, yes. really? Yes. Now, if his game adds up to the swag that he brought out onto the slam dunk court, yeah, he's got a like he's got a career. Uh, yeah, if I'm thinking about a, yeah. another NBA career, might just have been born. Long time. Uh, career. They said a superstar was born last night. When you so get ready, you ain't. Yeah, when you already ready, you ain't got to get ready. And he didn't have to get ready. He was already. I think we had to get ready for him. Yeah, yeah, and he's got the. He, and he got a baby face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All them babies out there doing their thing, and being able to see their knees work. You know, I'm. Yeah, once by the time you get up in our age group, ain't no jumping like that going on. But not anymore. I'm, you know, it's just a testament of the youthfulness out there and the entertainment, and you know, just them. That is what 
they enjoy, you know? Yeah. And being able to do what you enjoy and what you love, it, it never feels like work. Never. You know, we always tell our kids that, that, you know, whenever you are truly doing the thing that you're called to do, when the thing that God put down in you to manifest for the world to see, it never feels like work. And greatness can, nothing but greatness can come from that, right? Absolutely. Because as we all know, plenty of our, the, the, not just in sports, but in anything our people touch. New guidelines gotta be put in place. New rules gotta be set up. You know what I mean? The, from basketball to football, greatness is just down in us. Tennis, you know, golf. Whatever we touch, y'all. Yeah. So you yeah. know what you love. You, If it's something you love, don't be ashamed to love it. Give it to the world. Find Make that it. passion. And, and master it and be the best at it. And then that way, everybody will know that you love it. And everybody will know how good you are at it. Now, with that, a lot of times we have so many of our young people that have the desire to want to do it, but they come into fear. They get, you know, this fear in them that if they're not the absolute best, there's no point in doing it. Yeah. Right? It's like we're so microwaved at this point. I got to be great out the gate. And the desire to want to practice and get better and hone your craft is kind of falling by the wayside. Right. And that's why, we, you know, I always try my best to teach our kids the word fear just stands for false evidence appearing real. Come on now. Yeah. And whenever there, that's something that could actually block you or keep you from your greatness. It's just, it, and I've seen people literally crippled, like can't move out of fear. So what, I, what we advise y'all, this young man, a two-week contract, if he'd have been fearful, I'm only here for two weeks. I can't get in the slam dunk contest. I'm only here for two weeks. You know, I got to try to focus on practice or whatever it was. He would have missed this opportunity, y'all. So never let even the smallest window. If there's a crack in it, slide through it and do what you got to do to get yourself seen, recognized, and acknowledged. Because nobody knows the greatness down in you if you don't show it to them. And you always got to remember, when you hear the word no. It's just not right now. That's all that means. Not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Not and, right now. Yeah. Come back later. Yeah. And, and continue to practice and get better while you're waiting for your opportunity. This young man was in the G League. Hmm. And probably going to be in the NBA League. Now. Going forward. Got to be. You know, when you win something as prestigious as that on a platform and a floor that big with all those legends there, they had everybody there. I'm telling you what, though, a lot of those legends, look, they look good. Y'all look good, young. Y'all look good. And keep on taking care of yourselves, you know, mentally, physically. Just, you know, we don't just because we're beyond our prime or beyond our years of service. Don't mean we got to let ourselves go. And that is truly evident. We saw that this weekend. Then, yeah. Yeah. Everybody looked good, whether they played 40 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, or now. And I was excited to see that representation of our men in their glory, in their greatness. You know, 
that was a that was a wonderful thing to be able to watch. Now, we got some stuff for y'all. We got some stuff for y'all. Listen, y'all. We're heading towards we in sports season right now. Yes. Right? So the All-Star's over. We on the second half of the NBA. Yep. And we got the March Madness. On the way. We're in the end of February, y'all. So we know that our team. Let's uh, have a moment of silence for the for Tar the Heels. Heels. We year, still got a chance. We still got a chance. Hold faith. We got to hold faith. Come uh, on. We're going to see. They're going to have to really turn it around. But um, I'm I'm kind of chalking this one up. But no, Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay. But with that being said, we have made a pledge that whoever's in the Final Four, even though it's not our team, we're going to pick one. We're going to represent that team once that the four is picked. We're going to announce it to our fans, let y'all know who we riding with. And we're going to see how we do. And see who y'all ride with and see, and see how y'all do. Yes, yes, yes. And we're going to shout out those that got it right, too. So make sure y'all send us. Once once we're going to get this bracket thing done, y'all, everybody pick their picks. Send us who y'all think going to win. We're going to shout out the winners, the ones that got it right, and give y'all y'all acknowledgement. Also, y'all, we want y'all to listen out. Um, we got guests that are going to be coming and joining the show. We got a lot going on. Now, the second half, we coming right back. We got some stuff to talk about with y'all that we need y'all to make sure y'all pay close attention to. So don't go nowhere. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. All right, we back. We back, y'all. Yes, yes. And we have had the opportunity to be blessed with some amazing stories that we want to share with y'all. So in this segment, we get to pay homage to our to our young people, to our youth. We got two amazing young people that aren't even both under the age of twelve. Not even teenagers yet. Not even teens. Making and these national are just news. Two that out of yeah. hundreds that of, we could have picked. Absolutely, absolutely. So we got our young man, Jeremiah Fennell. Yes. Uh, he is a sports reporter. Mm-hmm. He was got had the opportunity to uh, interview Devontae Adams, yeah. George Kittles. Yes. And in his interviews, when I watched this kid interview, I was blown away. Yeah, he's even been with pro bowlers like Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr. It's just, the, his knowledge yeah. to know and be able to look at that person and run their stats off to them. Come on now. Was just mind-blowing to me. Little boy's 10 years old. At 10 years old. And not to mention, his love of the game stopped him from being able – he has a condition that stopped him from being able to play, but it did not stop him from being able to love the game to a point where he's now an honorary reporter. For the Raiders. For the Raiders at 10 years old. And was able to go to the Super Bowl. Yes. Yes. On their dime. Yes. And report at the Super Bowl. One of the biggest spectacles. Yeah. The Pro Bowl. He's been at the practice facility, at the training camps. Like, they are really treating this young man like he's one one of the official reporters out there with all the rest of them. And it's one of our one of our boys. Shout out to his parents. Yes, job well done. Great job. Him. 
giving him the mic. He's just a a, a phenom. Yes. I, uh, I feel sorry for uh, Kenny Nim. Uh, <laughs> y'all, y'all. Yeah, because he's coming. Yes, yes. He digs deeper into who the player, you know, and who they are. Um, when Marty Jacobs, um, well, it was the player. Was it Josh Jacobs or one of the players that yes. had a heart attack? Okay. He had nope. to have emergency heart surgery, right? Try to make sure I'm getting that information right. right. But this little boy knew all the information. Like, he knew what His happened father, to him. His father, Josh Jacobs' father, Marty Jacobs, had to have a heart surgery. Okay, yeah, see? You know, I'm, I got he got yeah. it all right. The young man got it all right. Everything. I was the one that was confused, yeah. But he was so compassionate. What I'm trying to get to is the compassion that he had in his questioning and, you know, just really letting him know we praying for your father and... You know, it was just, he's 10 years old. Yeah, the humanitarian in him already. He's 10. He's 10. He ain't worried about going to the park to play. He in there researching them stats. Researching the player. He ain't worried about the, yeah, the video game players. He talking to the real players. At 10 years old. That's phenomenal. Gotta love it. The first, the first time I seen it, I was like, oh my God, uh, it, 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 Made me think of my son, my youngest son. Yeah, yeah. How he was when he was that age. Come on, man. Jamal has always uh. been that. I'm, I'm, I'm saddened because, you know, I would have did the same thing with him. I would have did the same thing with mm -hmm. him. You know, before he, you know, he still has a love for it, but doesn't have a desire to want to do it as a career. Career. I think back then we could have probably encouraged him to do that. A little yeah. more, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. okay. Everybody's path is what they are, yeah. and we're very but proud young of where man, he is now. Uh, I, I, I would just love, I hope that I pray that I live long enough to watch him, re, you know, broadcast his yeah. first game. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's coming in the near future. Yes, yes. Some he's, tell me he's ten, but uh, he's yeah. terrific. So and in ten years, yeah, he'll be twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can. I, I think I can. I might be able to hang out a little. <laughs> bit. Might be able to hang out if, a little well, bit. If I got the same thing about it, you, yeah. Okay. I'm doing my part to make sure that happens. Okay. Now, with that being said, we do have our little superstar, little queen, as well to shout out. We have Miss Bobby Wilson. Now, this young lady. Yes. Out of Caldwell, New Jersey. So when I tell you, nine years old. Okay, y'all. Nine years old. She was out doing her part to help save the ecosystem. At nine years old. She's been honored by Yale University. As an honorary scientist for them. Because she, doing her part, was stomping out extremely evasive bugs in their in their neighborhood now they had a campaign going to everybody to help kill these bugs this nine-year-old little girl created her own um bug repellent pesticide yes and was going through the neighborhood spraying down her neighborhood to try to help protect her neighbors and her home from these bugs that were dangerous to their community someone in her neighborhood who decided he wanted to racially profile this nine-year-old little girl, decided to call the police on her. Yes. Saying that a, li a little woman is outside spraying down our sidewalks and streets, and I'm nervous about that. 
Hmm. Although there was a whole campaign saying, help us with this. Hmm. Because of her mother being who she is. And again, we queens got to step in and make sure that things turn around the way they're supposed to for the good for those that we love. Because we know that that's what God wants us to do. Her daughter has been honored by Yale University. And her collection will now be in their collection of, yeah, everything they do regarding their science work. Mm -hmm. And her name will be in every reference anytime that her project is used regarding research. Yale doctors and scientists put together a whole event to honor her because of her work. Yes. And although this person that called the police on her decided, I apologized. It's just the fact that you went there to begin with. Like, that's the part that we aren't getting people to concept and understand. These are our children. That was a nine-year-old little girl. When the police showed up because they came. Because they have to come. They have to come. You know, it turned into a situation where she was able to, it turned into something positive. These lanternflies up there in New Jersey, yeah, they're a problem. And she knew that. But this man, who's been around for decades, didn't? Really? Hmm. She's nine years old. He called the police on her. What if that police had the same mindset as him? Hmm. Well, we know where that leads to. Right. So this is why, y'all, we have got, we keep saying we got to change, we got to do better, we got to do better. Those that we are attempting to get to change, we, we, we don't have it down in us, you know. But those that do, we crying out to y'all to be open for change. If that man didn't learn something from this, that's a whole nother problem within itself. But shout out to Bobby for being honored for sticking to her guns, for doing the work that these old people aren't even doing. She's nine years old. Yes. Nine years old. I repeat, she's nine years old. I see a future ecology. E yeah, scientists, yeah. you know, changing the world, helping to make sure that we, you know, our daughter is in science, you know. Yes. And, and all of those that deny science, guess what? It just keep coming back to prove to you that it is real. So you can deny it all you want. It doesn't make it less factual. Open a book. Do your research. Learn about other people. Learn about other cultures. Learn about other living things. You know, did you call the police on the bugs? Because they the ones that are invasive and taking over your neighborhood, sir. No, you called it on the person that's trying to help you. To try to save you and protect you. We got to do better, y'all. We got to look at each other with love and humanity. This negativity that we all spew on one another. They say sex sells and, and violence and this and that and the other. Love needs to sell. Hmm. We need to make that the core. When we look at other people, we should look at people with love, not with negativity. But why is this happening? Because we are allowing the people who want to spew negativity to get microphones. We're allowing them to be able to get platforms. We're allowing them to be able to be the voice that's out here. We got to silence these voices, y'all. Yeah. We got to silence these voices. And we got to give these young people like Bobby 
and Jeremiah, Jeremiah the platforms to be able to be the faces of our future. This might be Black History Month, but this week is Black Future Month. Okay? So we shout out our future kids. We making sure that they know we see y'all. We are proud of you. We want greatness for you. And we hope that the world sees the king and queen that we have shouted out and honored today. Absolutely. Now, because of that, and we t- we just got done talking about education. Now, they love, she's, she's heading to science to be a great changer in this world. He's in sports, making his mark at 10 years old. But we got people like the little short man down here in Florida oh. with the big complex, Ron DeSantis, who is doing his best to try to block our education mm-hmm. and our history. Uh, well, he'll be doing to repeat it again. That's why we're on the way down there. Okay. And all of the city, we are giving a huge shout out to all the civic leaders from Al Sharpton on down who showed up in Florida and said, we are not having it. Our history means just as much as every other cultures. And Ron DeSantis got a lot of nerve. You mixed with stuff too. Like, how do you decide what's valuable and what's not? He even made the comment, y'all, well, most of the things that happened with that heritage is not beneficial to the whole entire generation overall. Are you for real? Hmm. Are you serious? When we interact with everyone, we've mixed with everyone. So, and we are everywhere. So when you are trying to deny or deflect to the point where you're willing to can cancel all AP courses in your state to try to get rid of ours, guess what? You crippling every kid that come through that state's education. You crippling everybody. They will not have a chance in the rest of this world. They will be bound to Florida for life because nobody else will, they won't be prepared to be anywhere else. So keep on trying to block us out. It's not going to happen. That is not going to get you in the White House if that's your goal. Because we have a huge say in what happens, how it happened, when it happened, why it happened, and if it happens. So watch yourself. You can't, you can't dismiss the negativity that's happened to us just because y'all the ones that did it. Which was a great uh, segue in there. Make sure you get out and vote. Do your best, no matter what your political party is. Absolutely. You need to vote. Make sure you're uh, abreast on the candidates that you're voting yes. for, that they're voting and taking to legislation the things that we need, that you need, that Absolutely. I need. I'm sorry, y'all get a little passionate about education. Y'all already know, because in those books, you know, in the news, in the, in the world period, this is real life. You know, and what has already happened can be repeated if we don't know about it. Absolutely. And that's the goal for some of them is to get us back to a place of negativity, of of held, being held back, of being de- totally dependent on them. And we are not going back. And with that being said, y'all, I think we had a pretty good show. Yeah, it's been a, it's a lot going on. Y'all stay plugged in. Stay tuned. You know. We're going to keep on exposing the greatness that's going on with our young people out here because we got a lot of great young people out here, y'all. And we need to make sure that 
they are being recognized over and above those that aren't doing the right thing. So keep being amazing, y'all. Stay tuned with us every Thursday night at 9. Yes. We thank y'all so much. And when we come back, y'all going to have the opportunity to see what this real love thing is all about this week. This week, y'all, it's all about the the in-laws. So y'all tune in. We love y'all for taking the time to get this real life side. Y'all stay plugged in. Real love's coming next. You're listening to the number one station around the globe. We're back. We're back. All right, y'all. I'm excited. Our real love segment this week. I'm all for it. I'm all in. We actually had a question sent to us. Yes. So I'm excited. Yeah, we're gonna make this whole segment about the in-laws, y'all. Pull out your notebooks. We we going in. We are gonna start off the first half with when you dating and you know they the one and working your way into the family. And then we're gonna do. When you're breaking up yeah. and working your way out of the family. Yeah, because that's going to be, a, that's a whole nother scenario. Whole nother situation. We actually had a question sent to us reg- around that. Right. So one of our listeners is going through something like that. So we're just going to hit the whole segue of the in-laws this week. And hopefully we can answer the question and give some great advice. Absolutely. And learn some stuff ourselves. Yes. So when you you, we dating, you know, we like, we really like each other. And now you say, all right, I'm going to need to take you over here so you can meet my people. I do the same. I, re- I know how our situation went is, you know, we were one of those situations that were kind of out of the box. But when you don't already know the in-laws, when you don't know anyone, how do you advise you know, who do you start with? Trying to work your way into the family, making sure that you, it's a good fit. They, that person you know is a good fit for you, but sometimes they come from a family that's just completely opposite of who they are. So who do you start with? You know, what, do you, what are some of the things that you did to kind of navigate? I think for men, uh, your first battle is gonna always be the parents. So if they're a if they're a two parent household, then it would be in the best interest of the man. I would start with the mother because you're gonna learn more about her from the mother. But your relationship with the father 
is going to be key because he's the gatekeeper. Oh, yeah. He's going to be the gatekeeper. So he's going to be more the one that's going to let you know where the family stands, what the the moral compass is, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, what his expectations is for his daughter, you Mm -hmm. know, all that. So I'm thinking you're always going to start with the parents. That way you're going to learn the most about, you know, the person. Now, from a man's perspective, I, I... I encourage that because that's going to allow you to be able to win over the top and work your way down. Now, women, personally, I feel like you go in and befriend one of them siblings. You get to know a sister, a brother, somebody that is close to them that they confide in. Get them and, and and build a relationship with them so that they get to know you and they fall in love with you. They're going to present you to the parents anyway as the one because they already love you. So you already have somebody that they shared a bedroom with or shared, you know, the the fights in the playground with and all that that has already gotten how to have a, a connection with you. So you got a cheerleader on your side walking in to meet the big dogs. That's that's what I would personally would advise for the ladies. Yeah, sounds good because more, more times than not, the men are going to deal with, you know, especially if they got brothers. So yeah. then it's like, hey, buddy, check this out. Uh, you're not going to say this to my sister. You're not going to do mm-hmm. this to my sister. You're not. Right. So, you know, it's, it's the male testosterone. Exactly. Uh, you come in in my yard. So when you in my yard, you're going to act accordingly or else. And I would say men to also find out from your lady who she is closest with. Because she may not have a relationship with her father that she even cares whether you get to know him or not. She may be closest to an aunt or her sister. You know, that person that is that that gatekeeper of her heart and her emotions. That's usually going to be the best friend. It might be the mother. It might be the best friend. It might be a sibling. You know, but whoever that person is, I would advise y'all to get get to know that person very well. To reassure them that... When they give us the green light that, yes, you can let your heart open to him, you know, we, you, you got that green light from the person that we believe and we trust the most with our emotional feelings. And that's usually, for me, I always see women usually trust their best friend. So it's usually after the parents and you go through the siblings, then you... More times than not, you're already working on that relationship with the best friend. Absolutely. Because, you know, you're y'all y'all probably going out on dates and yeah. you know, yeah. you're probably doing things together with her and her uh mm-hmm. significant other. So you're meeting them, you're meeting her, you're getting to know her and her relationship. So yeah. that's always a good one because you gotta remember Women are gonna stick together, yes, and the are. first time your tail out of line, stuff, you better know she running the tail. Girlfriend got run tail back. That. Oh yes, absolutely. Now, as far as the men and y'all friendships go, it's a little different. Like I don't think becoming super tight with your best guy friends is a smart move for the women to make because it's it looks suspect actually from y'all perspective because of the glasses y'all wear. Y'all waffles, we spaghetti. Remember that, y'all. We'll come back to that another time. So it's imperative that 
the because normally your best friend does not have your emotional box on on lock like y'all don't have that kind of walk with each other like women have with their best friends so that's why i suggest for the women go straight in for a sibling or somebody that was a part of their actual family because usually the best friend they there for advice or whatever but y'all they be on man stuff like they don't really have us in the core of a lot of the conversations, right? Like when y'all get to- mm, nah, nah. Normally, best friends for men are you know, hey, they know some details of the relationship, right? But we usually guard that really close. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we discuss stuff like, uh, you know. We had a disagreement, and she's tripping because uh, I didn't put no gas in her car because I drove it all out. Right. You know. um, Y'all become more like soundboards off each other. Off of each other. Right. And and we give each other tidbits, um, small um, windows of, okay, I'm... I'm going to give you kind of a scenario of what's going yeah, on so you yeah. can give me a little bit of advice. And then if that sounds good, I'll take that. But we never really. Girl, that's what you should do. Right. That's and trust. Yeah, we are we are notorious for that. Like, right, right. No, 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 no. No, we, we, we're going to get advice from our, our best friends, our male counterparts, you know, and stuff like that. But never, you know, uh. Go a lockdown. This, hey, this is the Pacific of what's going on. And I mean, now, don't get me wrong. You, we do have men that do that, you know, and more times than not, that's going to be somebody, like you said, if it's your best friend, trust me, if it's his best friend, it's been his best friend since he's been uh, a toddler. Right. Uh, but more times, that's going to be a, a brother. Um, his <laughs> mother's going to know yeah. this information. His father. Father, if he was president and in his life, he might know this information. But yeah, for his love and his yeah. heart, it's probably gonna be his mother mm. or another good person, his sister. His sister, yeah, that's what I was saying. Get close to the siblings because they're gonna be your biggest advocate, your cheerleader when you come to meet the mama. Listen, we done found her. We found we she she the one. My like they gonna be cheering for you walking in the door because they've already established that relationship with you, right? Yeah, yeah. And oftentimes when you meet out in the world anyway, they're out with someone that they trust and that's significant to them at that time. So if you make a good first impression, that person is automatically your cheerleader out the gate, right? Huh? Yeah, yeah. So you just got to find out who they are. Yeah. You got to find out who that person is. Yeah. Because it's not always a significant person in their life. You know, yeah. it can just be an associate, yeah. but, you True. know, we're we're working on a friendship, but I wouldn't give you no intricate details of my Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we're shopping buddies, you know, so. And it, even still, their opinion, though, might be like, oh, yeah, she was cute, or oh, yeah, she, you know what I mean? Just initial, well, you yes. know. Well, yeah, well, give you the uh, first check, like, okay, I did good on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, well, you know, it don't matter who we with, you know, we're not going to talk to you if the person that's standing next to us that we with don't have some kind of sparkle when they look at you. We're not, we, yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, I'm not going to 
use the word, but you know some people might be facially challenged. Well, I'm just we just being honest. And you know everybody can't win beauty pageants. That's no, the they truth. cannot. But you can use what God gave you yes. to still be able to be amazing. So you, you know, know we always looking for a little bit of validation from somebody to say, oh yeah, yeah. If you wasn't talking to her or him. You know, sure, I, I might have said something. Too. I might have said something. Yeah, yeah. But if everybody around, you know, gives you the the, the face, and right. we all know what the face is. Uh, you okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. When you get the they face, they need a you okay face. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that. Yeah, he's probably he or she probably losing that battle did, right did there. Did you lose a bet face? They give you the, Did you lose a bet look? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're probably in trouble at that point. Uh oh. Well, okay, so work just to recap, work your way in. Get to know people that are emotionally attached to them. Win them over, whether it's the parents. Try to find out as much as you can in advance about their family if you have not met anyone, what their dynamics are, what their relationships are with those particular people so you'll know who to approach and how. That's really good. Yeah, uh-huh. their friend circle. Yes, definitely. Their friend circle is going to say a lot about them on where they're going. Absolutely, absolutely. And as you're taking your time, because remember the key word is always taking your time to get to know each other thoroughly. You know, in all aspects. You know, what do you like when you're happy? You know, what do you like when you're sad? What do you like when you're grieving? What do you like when you're surprised? You know, just not everybody reacts to everything the same way. And when you're able to find those things out through their loved ones, it helps your relationship be stronger. They might say they absolutely hate surprises. Oh, my God. One time we tried to jump out and surprise him, and he shot a hole in the wall. Like, you know, that's extreme. But it's something you would want to know. Because now I'm never going to try to surprise you. You liable to accidentally kill somebody. You know, like, that's something I need to know. But at the same time, it's good to find out things because it helps to develop your love language with them better. That's right? what I was going to say. I think that is more of a love language thing when you're learning a person. Learning <laughs> right. their love language. Absolutely. So you know not to surprise them. Yeah. Uh, you know they don't like red. Don't like that at all. Uh, right. You know, so you know what to do and what not to do. Yes. You know what gifts to get and not to get. Do not show up at the in-laws house empty-handed, y'all. Oh, please do not. Don't do that. Not the first time. You know, try to find out things that they not like. Not no times. Oh, no, but at least definitely not the first time. Not no times. But when you work your way into the family, you know, after that, y'all figure all that out. But when you when you come in that first time, you better have something for whoever you're trying to be right with, which means you done did some research, found out what they like, what they don't like, what their favorite color is, what one they hate. Try to figure out what you can and, and, and conform to work your way in. If you know that's the person that you really want. Do not show up to the cookout mm. empty handed. And don't bring You a are the salad. conversation. Don't bring potato salad with, with raisins in it either. Oh my God. I didn't <laughs> even know that was a thing, but alrighty. Okay. <laughs> but with that being said, hopefully those tidbits will help you guys to work your way on in if you feel like you're in that space where you're ready to meet. You're ready to do the introductions, and it will allow you to be able to start to develop those relationships that will help your relationship last a long term. Yeah, and basically, you know, 
talk to their parents, talk to their siblings. Take your time. Get to know the person. Get yeah. to know what they like. Get to see how that they act around their families and, you know, how they treat their siblings, how their siblings treat them, how they feel about them. Because sometimes the best teacher of life is just sitting back watching life do itself. Remember, be yourself. Don't come in there with that fake stuff because we know when you're oh, being yeah, fake. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know. We know when you put on the facade. We know our, the, the person that you showed up with and who they genuinely are. So we know when somebody being real with us and when they being real with them. So be your genuine self. Make sure you let them know what your intentions are with their loved one. Because remember, that's their loved one. You just showed up. So. And with that being said, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we'll come back with the second part. All right, y'all. You're listening to the number one station on the globe. All right, y'all, we back, we back. All right, so to pick up where we left off, now, we have the scenario, which was our story. Yes. Where, when I met you, I met your mother, your sister, your brother, your best friend. I met everybody all at the same time. Befriended everybody. And we were friends for years before we actually realized that we were supposed to be husband and wife, right? Right. Well, we were supposed to be dating. Let's start with that. So, that conversation was awkward, but not as awkward as I thought it was going to be. And I think it was more, I think, I think it was more everybody else knew before we did. Yeah. So, I think when it was time to have the conversation, I think they were all like, okay, we just been waiting on y'all. What have y'all been waiting on? Exactly. And it was like, okay, we. We. Didn't know that y'all thought that or would be okay with, with that. that. Yeah, and they were like, we were just waiting on y'all and we were trying to figure out, you know, what was wrong with y'all. Yeah, because your sister actually told us, you know, we I said a long time ago, it seemed like y'all should switch siblings, switch spouses as of who we were dating at the time. So I'm like, well, we never had that conversation with each other. Like, we over here beating ourselves up for feeling what we were feeling for one another when everybody else saw our chemistry with each other but while we were trying to deny it so right which leads us into yeah our well that allowed us to be able to be real with each other though after having that conversation with them to say all this time we wasted worrying about what everybody else would think and feel when really our love for one another was always the core of what everybody saw and felt anyway. Absolutely. So here we are. Now we haven't endured needing to, or wanting to leave one another or part ways with each other. Thank God. But that with that being said, unfortunately not all relationships last a lifetime. I'm thankful for ours that. It will be, because you already know. Hmm. Till death, that's what it is. Hmm. Yeah. That's a long time. Y'all heard that. In any event, um, with that being said, we're going to discuss, because although we found one another, we weren't our only loves in our life, right? Right. So we've had breakups. 
And we've had breakups after we were connected with the family members. Yes. And enduring the breakup is hard. But then when you have to still interact with the family who doesn't want you to break up. So be mindful. They not in on the breakup. No. Just the actual family member that messed up, which is your significant other, right? True. So how do you how do you unplug? How do you separate yourself or how do you maintain the relationships that you want to have while going through the breakup with that particular person? Especially when they have a big family, lots of siblings, and you have been with them for say five or more years. Wow. Okay. I think this is a really really slippery slope. Yeah. Because on one hand, you know, more times than not, you know, if you're breaking up, um, say you was in a marriage and y'all were married for 10 years and um, y'all getting divorced and you're splitting your stuff up and, and, you know, y'all are, you know, going your separate ways. More times than not, both families are privy to certain information yes. about the relationship. Yes. What what you did. They know what you did. They know what you said about them, mm-hmm. your spouse. Mm-hmm. So they have some small parts of the knowledge of what's going on. But more times, you know, you can walk away from those relationships kind of easy because your family's going to be on your side, their family's going to be on their side. And more times than not, you can kind of just ease away from them, you know, that they feel bad for you. Right. Uh their family feels you feel bad their your family feels bad for them. You know, so it's like, "Oh, I feel sorry. I'm so sorry that happened to you." You know, and you kind of come right. Hey, she did that to, to you. you. Okay, so Add, let's add a little let's add a little icing on the cake. Okay, so I met you from your sister who's my best friend. And now you and I are have decided to part ways. You know, you cheated on me, you I I wrecked I wrecked your car and took your money. Whatever it was. Whoever was at fault, whatever the issue was. But I love her. We, you know, she was okay with us dating, but she was like, now, you know, that's my brother, you know, because these are the things that happen. And we but we know that, right? Yeah. So, you know, I advise to sit down with your friend, have a conversation with them to let them know I love you. You know, my breakup with him has nothing to do with you. I do need some time to get past him and what he's done. And that includes not interacting with the family because I know that y'all really want us to be together. And subconsciously, the family members will still try to bring y'all back together because it's what they used to and what they want because they love you and they want you, you know what I mean? So to yeah, make sure- they want sure, it to work. Right, exactly. So ensure that you're able to be, make yourself whole 
you got to kind of unplug from everybody for a while. Maybe not forever, but for a while. Well, I, yeah, it, it, like I say, I, I'll say this. It depends if the per, if the siblings are, cause you can still maintain a relationship with them. You just have to draw the boundaries on, uh, events and things that you're doing. Now, if y'all still going out and your girlfriends and y'all going out and you shopping and y'all going out to lunch and you're going out to but, do certain things, then that's fine. Now, I wouldn't suggest going to the family cookout. But realistically, though, can human beings separate their personal feelings and the way that they interact with someone? Because when you've gone from being my sister-in-law that I, you know, look at that way and I'm mad at him for messing it up because you always going to be my sister-in-law. I don't care who he with. You know, when you have those situations. Right. And and, and those situations, those, those friendships usually last. Right. Now, but right. you have to make the conscious decision to know when to be engaged and when not to be engaged. And, but can you really be engaged when every time you're together, even without realizing it, they trying to find ways to get y'all back together so that you can stay in the family because this is what we want and this is what we used to. And we don't like her. We like you. And you know what I mean? Like, is that possible? You can't bring your new person that you're dating to functions with them. Not right out, not right out the gate. Well, absolutely not. Exactly. Right. That's so why I that say you have to you guard have, yourself. Right. So that about means you want to unplug for a while. From certain functions. Yeah. You, you know, you can't go to family events. You can't go to certain events where you know without a shadow of a doubt that that person is going to be there. Because that person is going to be there and whoever they bring is going to be accepted to be there. Even if the person that you with don't like the person that they with. If the family says they can be there, they're a part of that family, and you're not right. a part of that family, you have to unplug on that. But you don't have to unplug from your friend. No, you don't have to unplug. You just got to distance yourself to, because they're going to be reporting stuff back to you, trying to encourage you to come back. Girl, they had an argument last night. It might be over already. You might want to call them. You know, it's just the subconscious things that you don't even realize you're doing. When you're caught yourself trying to help or root on the, the the right one or whatever it is. As mothers, we do it. As sisters, we do it. As friends, we do it. But you have, as the person that was in the relationship, whatever happened, you have to be aware and say, okay, I know, you know, what they're doing and the reason why they're doing it and their intention and behind what they're doing is not bad. But you have to fight that out. Now, do you want to do that and, and, and subject yourself to that on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis or whatever it may be? And do you think you can get them to stop? Now, if you think it's worth it, then you stay in it. If you don't think it's worth it, then you get out. And family members, we have to respect the decisions being made by the people that are making the decisions. If they break up, that's their breakup. We can't inter interfere. We can't be, you know, ready to fight, whatever to happen. We got grown people got to handle their own business. Yes. And just like you don't want to buy all up in your stuff, 
You don't have the right to be all up in nobody else's stuff, whether they're your big sister, little brother, whatever it is. Grown people got to handle their business because you don't share the pillow with them and their spouse. You don't, you know, when that door shut and it's just them two alone, they the ones that's handling that. So you really don't have the right to interfere because you don't agree with a decision that they're making, right? Right. And I, I think when, you, when you're splitting up and you're parting ways and you've been in these long-term relationships and, and a lot of things are intertwined and connected, then when you're severing these ties with the relationship, you have to be careful on which ones you choose to keep which That's ones right. who you choose to keep them with yes and then when you decide that what's the boundaries inside of this friendship relationship this nuance that we're about to endeavor on or embark in now yes yeah, some conversations definitely have to be had yes absolutely absolutely and respect given yes yes on both sides yes <clears throat> well hopefully well i'm i am absolutely 100% thankful that you know our families intertwined with one another and stayed together because <laughs> we didn't take it no other way but there were some boundaries some ground rules that had to be put out there some boundaries that had to be set in place you know if if your family is, is intertwined in your relationship guess what they're going to always be intertwined in your relationship mm -hmm. you have to set those boundaries out the gate of what you're okay with and what you're not and what what you're sharing with your with your family yep. and what they're sharing with their family yep and you know oftentimes family members us included that person going through is just really needing a soundboard or somebody to bounce stuff off of they don't need you to step in and do things for them so be that piece of advice you know but don't put on the boxing gloves yourself you know Everybody has to learn how to fight their own battles and go through their situations. Just know that your advice is being heard, being taken into consideration. And, and the approach and how you give it is important as well. But let them work their way through, you know, and have faith knowing that you poured enough in them parents to be able to stand up and make the right decision for themselves and for their heart, right? Right. And if they don't, it's their heart. Absolutely. Sorry. And with that being said, I hope that our advice reached our listeners. Yes. And yes. I hope that it helped. And if you have a question or would like some advice from us on how to deal with a situation, hit us up. You can send your information um, to us, inboxes, send us to our Facebook, Instagram, Real Life, Real Love. Pull us up, send your messages over. And we will absolutely 100% address any issues that we can answer. Absolutely. And thank you for the question being sent. Hope we were able to help. And make sure y'all stay tuned every Thursday night at 9. 9 p.m. If you out in the city, come see us over at Beehive Barn Grill. Shout out to our sponsor. Before we end tonight, just want to thank them for continuing to hold us down and have our back. Go see them, 4410 Betty's Four Road. Here in Charlotte, let them know Amp and Rita sent you. And y'all have a blessed evening. See y'all next Thursday. Until then, make sure you do one random one random act of kindness. We wish you peace and prosperity throughout this week. Be kind to each other and love one another. We out.
Ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves for the hottest station. Are we on air? Yes, you are. Rock, rock, rock.